frontier. Pedro Mendes! That is just brilliant! Benitez is racing back to provide the cover. Here's Ali McQuaid. Oh, he's done it! Ali McQuaid for Rangers! Is there going to be a twist in the tail? Love a Yes, there is! But Albert gets it through! is Rangers Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at nauticfaultclaims.com Welcome along to Rangers Daft. It's your weekly look at all thing Rangers from Football Daft. Let's welcome the team. Um, well, we're, we're down one member of the team at the moment. I was going to say two names bigger than Delta and Omicron. It's Stephen Purden and Grado. Ha <laughs> Very, very topical, very current. Topical. Right. Omicron. This just in. This just in. Just in. Credo, hold on. I'm going to use this Wi-Fi, boys. I've realised what's happened. For my Sky to work, I can't get the broadband to work. Fucking hell, man. So, uh, Delta might not be making it uh, because he's got Wi-Fi issues, but Omicron is here. Yeah, an odd excuse from Grado, Stephen. I'm surprised he's not sending us ally, what he normally does, sends us a picture of a broken down tractor. I'm surprised we've not got the picture of the Wi-Fi router with a red light beside it as he doubles down on the excuse. I think, I know this, this excuse is genuine from him, but I wouldn't be surprised if he is taking photos to add to his photo library for future excuses. Right, right. Well, I'm just going to Google image uh, right now, faulty router, and we'll see if he sends the Google image that pops up when you're <laughs> faulty router. Then we'll be able to tell. So it might just be uh, Omicron with us, which is a really shit name for a variant, I have to say. It's a bit too oh, long. Sounds yeah. like a transformer. Um, but Delta was a bit there. Delta was a bit more kind of, but Omicron is a bit more subtle, you know. I've currently got it, by the way. I've currently caught yeah. it. I'm currently living in COVID, and my Christmas has been cancelled. Um, but I think everyone's getting it. If you're listening to the podcast, there's maybe a chance that you're sitting bored at your skull, so you're just sitting listening to the podcast at the moment, and you've yeah. got the old dread COVID, but we crack on, we crack on. Yes. You know. The show must go on. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I'm glad to hear that the pavilion's still going on. Fingers crossed you can get to the yeah. end of your run, mate. Um, right, so let's crack in. We've not got a guest pundit, we've not got Grado, but let's talk about the Rangers, shall we, Stephen? And let's go back to last week. It was Rangers 2, St. John. Nil, Morelos and Ken and a fairly one-sided game I would say, it was a very poor performance for St Johnson, Rangers all over it I think I uh, if you want to see me the highlights and stuff I don't think you'll see much more a one-sided game, it should have been a lot more Rangers just didn't, again just didn't take their chances so many chances we had, but I it was a very run-of-the-mill three points and the geo bandwagon marched on. Indeed, it did. Uh, one change from the, the side that beat Hearts with Hadji coming in for Sakawa. Were you surprised at that? Because Sakawa had was one of the probably man of the match against Hearts, wasn't he? I I don't I remember we had Stevie Clifford on. Um, we were talking about when Geo came in. I thought Hadji might have thrived under Geo. Uh, I know Hadji get man of the match at the weekend there. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll get, get to that. To that. But he just seen I don't know what's going. He doesn't. I thought Hadji would have thrived in the kind of number ten role, but Aribo 
is playing out his skin in that role, so he's not going to get in there for a rebo. Ah, field is kind of next to him. Hadji's getting deployed as a kind of one of the wingers, and it's not his game. He's not a winger. He can't run. He's no quick. For me, at the moment, he seems to be the one who's struggling a wee bit for form. Under Gio, Disney really seem to be setting the header right. So, yes, to answer your question, John, I was surprised uh, that he started over Sakala. But there's just something about Sakala I like as a kind of impact player to bring on from the bench as well, if you know what I mean. So, right, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I was surprised. I thought Sakala would have started. Yeah, um, I mean, like you say, it was it's fairly one one side. Um, seems to be a lot of creativity in that Rangers side. I don't know where this injection of, I think it's just the change of system that seems to. It's it's, the mid, it's for the middle of the park. I, I I keep repeating myself. It is. It's not having that flat three in the middle. It's allowing Aribo and Arfield to be more further forward. Than, she are effectively having like five gone forward at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Aribo is the big. Name. I mean, Aye. he seems to be getting the, the the fans out of their seats. That touch. Let's just talk oh. about that touch in the second half when it comes oh. out in the air. He touches it and he brings it down. We shimmy the feet. It was unbelievable. It was. I mean, the, he, he just killed it stone dead. He killed it stone dead, and then just proceeded to move it and try to pass through a Ken. Or I was Ken. I think it was. Yeah, but it was. Ah, yeah. oh, he's. He is. He's. The most informed player in the country at the minute. Some people from other quarters might argue that, but I'll stick with Ebo. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly having an outstanding season. And it's certainly benefiting him. I mean, Stephen, I think you've talked about it for a while, is moving him into that central midfield role, because that's where he seems to be his best in that almost 10 role. You know, uh, Morelos as well. Let's talk about Morelos. Assist and a goal. Can't ask for much more. He's back in there, man. He's 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 doing his job. He's looking a lot. He's looking a lot more lively. He's looking a lot more mobile. He looks a lot more interested. And the most important thing of all is he's back amongst the goals and he's back amongst other goals as well. Like you're saying, assists and stuff, like setting up Kent for the goal. Uh, I think a few weeks ago, running through on goal. Even though all he had today was square it to Ken, he would have made that look hard about three, four weeks ago. Do you know what I mean? He would have, yeah. he'd have probably fucked that up. But uh, no, he's, he's, he's looking like his old self, man. And that's all you want. It's confidence, isn't it, with Manelos? It's confidence that he thrives on that. I mean, that's three and three for him now. So yeah. great turn. And obviously, he's, you know, the kit, it's maybe the, the new manager coming in is just to kick up the arse he needed. Just because I think it is. I think it is. under Gerard. Yeah, I think it is. And I think, I think we could say that about quite a lot of people as well. I think, I mean, I think somebody that should get a special mention as well after the semi final against Hibs, he's maybe somebody I was fucking raging with, but he looks like his old self again. It's Connor Goldson. Right. Uh, he looks, he's looking like the centre half he was last season. I think Bassey playing in there to a Barrigan and Haranda been out. Bassey's been a revelation at centre-half, but I think a lot of that needs to go down to Goldson as well. Do you know what I mean? So I think Goldson... Oh, my missus for that land that keeps texting me on the voice. Goldson, Bassey, even when you look at Barisic, he's looking more like himself as well. Morelos, Kent is playing with a swagger, a rebo. I think the new management has just come in and lifted probably fucking 80%, 90% of the team. Yeah, I mean, there's not... Was there anything you can complain about about that performance, Stephen? It didn't seem to be... Just if we didn't score more. Yeah, that, that right. is... I would say the game should have been dead. I mean, 
obviously I was doing a show, uh, me and Grado were in the theatre, doing the panto, but the group chat was going, my mates are saying it's the best they've seen us playing this season, they said it should be about 4-5-0 at half time, so you look at the stats, I watch the highlights, it all, aye, it backs it up, do you know what I mean, it should have been, my only complaint would have been it should have been there. Yeah, I mean, you hear words getting banned about champagne performance, joy to watch, all these kind of plaudits getting thrown around. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's it's amazing how far in those eight games, or the seven games at this point, uh, how Van Bronckhurst has brought you forward, you know? it's um... Well, mate, as it's like I say, I don't know if I said it last week, like sitting at Hamden that day and we get beat 3-0 half Hibs in the semi-final just after Gerard had left and Van Bronckhurst had been announced, but he wasn't in the dugout at that point. Sitting there, looking at having to go to Livingston, having to go to Easter Road, having to go to Tynecastle, having to beat Sparta Prague to go through, all these places, difficult games to come out of them, all unscathed, Leon away as well. It's it, it's nothing short of miraculous. In the league, he's only conceded one goal. We've got that kind of solidarity about us again, do you know what I mean? That kind of solid base in the team, the spine in the team's there again as well, so... Aye, it's hats off to him, man. Well, let's move on to the Dundee United game in that, because when Johnson was a bit comprehensive, Dundee United was a bit more of a struggle. Worst performance of under Giovanni Brand Bronco so far? Again, I wasn't there, but i seen the highlights, and I would, I, my mates were saying that to you, I would say, full credit has to go to Dundee United. It's like a makeshift team they had. They had a lot of the youngsters out because obviously they were forced, that their hand was forced. Uh, I it looked like they gave a very good account of themselves. They made heavy weather of it. Players, uh, Lundstrom, didn't really look like he'd done much. Uh, obviously missing Barisic. Barisic's been very good since from Broncos took over. Patterson was in. A few changes here. Now, Kamara played a wee bit more further forward. I don't really think it suits him. I think he needs to be that player just sitting back a wee bit. Uh, aye, worst performance, but again, three points. And all these paranoid people out there, it's a fucking penalty. <laughs> we'll get into that in a you minute. I mean? um, it was interesting how Rangers lined up. Uh, two changes in there with Patterson and Lundstrom coming for Aribo and Barisic. Again, Surprised that Aribo was left out, or do you, is it not surprising because he was only one booking away for a suspension? I think it's obviously the he, Van Bronckhurst is obviously looking ahead. Do you know what I mean? You've got Putaudry, then you've got Park Keith coming, so they've been out in the Park Keith game. So I, I think when you look at the starting lineup, and if I'm Van Bronckhurst, you're going right. I'm going to need to start utilising my squad at some point and using my squad at some point. Dundee United doing it the bare bones. Not in very good form. A lot of their senior players missing. He's obviously looked and meant this is a good opportunity to put some of these players in and rest players at like Aribo. But some of the players that went in made very, very heavy weather out, man. Do you know what I mean? So I mean, when you look at Dundee, there was a 16-year-old making his debut, Craig Moore. I mean, they, they were impressive in parts and they really stopped Rangers playing. They stopped that... I guess they were that, pressing as well the pitch man they stopped that they got in between your defence and your midfield and stopped that ball to Kamara hit that really effectively and you, know, you, had to, you have to take your hands off I mean young boys out there I mean playing with you know no fear, no fear. that's it that's the one danger, isn't it in those situations Aye. definitely man so I mean we went to Tannadice at the start of the season we get beat obviously and then they've came to Ibrox there and they've gave a good account of themselves so 
Yeah. I mean, Tam Campos what I had down for getting the boot early. Just think, but he has done a, a cracking job with Dundee United. I'm not really, I'm not really one for sitting getting Dundee United plaudits. I'm not the biggest fan, but uh, <laughs> they did play well. Fair play to them. Um, Taff starting at centre half. Uh, that, that was that was worried when I when I when I seen the lineup. I just assumed Bassey Goldson would have been centre half. Part of some of the went to left back and Tav at right back. But starting Tav next to Goldson, then Bassey left and Parson right. I thought that was a bit didn't really make sense to me. Uh, I think obviously after what was it fifteen minutes or twenty minutes they changed back to what we all thought it was going to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. How do you um, think Parson did out? And from what you saw, Parson playing out left back. <sighs> I mean, I did, it's hard to, obviously, it's hard to gauge with the highlights. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to gauge, but a few of my mates say they did all right. I, uh, like I said before, I don't know, did I say this last week? He's not the type of person. He does need more games, do you know what I mean? But the the major problem is he's not going to take Taft's place. So yeah. I don't know what you do, really, do you know what I mean? It's, 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 I mean, it's, I guess from a, a supporter's point of view, it's a bit frustrating as well because you want to see young boys come into the side. And, and Pat, Patterson obviously has, like, for Scotland especially, has stood out, you know, and been Aye. a good player. But just how, how does he get a game? It's, do you think it's a loan deal? Does he go out on loan to try and, you know, get game time? Or do you think he's an essential squad player? I think he's an essential squad player. I think Van Bronckhorst said... He's always, I think Van Bronckhorst was on record saying a couple of weeks ago, he's really excited about working with Pass and, and Bassey, was it? Two youngsters, so I think, I, I don't see him going out alone, man, I really don't. I think he's just, but it gets to the point where maybe Pass will go, look, I want to play more, so I need to play more. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, this just in from Grado once again, will we listen to this one? Yep. Yeah, let's see what he says. I am going to fucking go nuts, man. I spent hours last night fixing this Wi-Fi. Now my sky, everything's working apart from my fu- any other device. I can't go on the, the Wi-Fi, go on any, any laptop or for call. I'm fucking freaking out. <laughs> and that's an update from Grado. There we go. Bye. He's not making it. He's not making it. He's not making it. So um, a lot of huffing and puffing, but there was a real kind of lack of fluency in Rangers at the weekend. I it was... Obviously, I was up and down the stairs in the pavilion checking my phone. Oh, God, oh, mad. God. I it was it was it was very annoying. It's not the way I thought the game would have went. Uh, but I think obviously there's a mentally and psychologically there's a bit of pressure on you there because you know it's a free week where Celtic come to playing in the league and you know you've got the chance to go seven points clear. In hindsight, it's always a tricky game. It's always a tricky situation that, but. We got the job done. We got the job done. And it was a penalty. I don't, I, you know, I'll be the first, and you know me, I, I'll be the first, but it was a pe- it was a penalty, you know. I mean, he was lucky. He comes off his shoulder on, on his hand, you know. Here's the thing, right? I, this, his hand is out there, isn't it? Aye, but this whole penalty to the Angels thing, right? I love it, right? I love noisy Celtic fans up on Twitter saying it, right? Because I love it when we get a penalty, right? But, we get penalties because we are creating these opportunities in the box. I mean, I mean, all these conspiracies, man, about Rangers and Masonic referees and all that. I mean, look at that yesterday with Hibs. That was a penalty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And I've seen Celtic get away with quite a few. Carter Vickers, was that against Dundee United at Parkhead, but it was 0-0? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a stonewall. Like, I mean... 
The one at Easter Road. It just it's football. It's Aye, the one the, the one at Easter Road. I know you were on the show. I, I thought it was a stonewall penalty by Porteous. The one against Dundee United there. The guy's playing basketball in the penalty area, man. It hits his horn. It's it's blatant, but his hands up there, his hands up there. Aye, aye exactly. And... But I don't think he's just taking his eye off the ball. You know, it's flicked up because he's like, walked the shot and he's just closed his eyes or whatever. But aye, it's aye. It is a penalty and well taken, of course, by uh, Tammy. Aye, that was, that was a big thing as well because I, I had a costume change at that point. I was in my dressing room <laughs> and it said on my phone, penalty Rangers. And I was sitting thinking, who's going to take it? Is Tav going to take it? Because Ruth's obviously injured. And fair play to the captain stepping up. It was a great yeah. pen. And towards the end of the season, they're the, the kind of games that prove vital, vital three points, man. <laughs> Big uh, decision from Van Bronckhorst at half-time. I mean, it, and you like to see managers doing this. When it's not working, you change it. Obviously, Lundstrom gets the hook. Uh, Scott Wright comes on. He made a difference. Aye, aye. He gave us that wee bit of energy, I think. Uh, should have scored. Should have scored. He had yeah. that chance where... He probably took an extra a touch too many. Aye, aye, maybe. And then Lundstrom, man, I'm, I don't know. I don't... He's... I wouldn't be surprised if he's one of our highest earners as well, Lundstrom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't seem to it starts with him though, isn't it? You, you, some Aye. you're coming out of say, that wee purple patch where he was going through, and you're thinking he's hit stride now. He's shown the player Aye. can be. Um, when he, I think he was playing a bit more advanced and doing that kind of stuff that Arfield was doing. But then it seems to be. Do you think he's getting asked to do a different job under Van Bronckhurst? I think it? obviously that's his first real chance it, under Van Bronckhurst. But it doesn't bode well for you if you end up if you get hooked to half time, man. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know what's going on with Davis. He's not mm. in the last couple of squads. I don't know. Is he out? Is he, is he getting illness or something? I don't know. I've not, certainly not seen anything about I've David. not seen anything or heard then. I've just heard a few wee different rumours, but I've not really heard anything official or concrete because I don't think he's been in the last two match day squads. If yeah. I'm right in saying that. He's on, he didn't play against St. Johnson, didn't he? No. And he wasn't on the, on the bench either, I don't think. So no, no, no. I don't know what's going on there. Right, we'll see, we will see. And you you obviously you didn't see the game because you were dressed as an ugly sister, but uh, yes. the header I can just imagine if you were at Ibrox and that header coming off the bar at the end. Well, I heard a couple of wee snippets of the main podcast last week and Grado saying I'm a nightmare to watch a game and all that. Uh, if I had seen that, I would have had an absolute fucking Aye, it would, it would, I would. I shit myself, even knowing the game's finished, watching the highlights, going, what the fuck? That he'd have it. I thought it wasn't Nicky Clark, wasn't it? Or it was a... Uh, no, it was a young boy. It was one of aye. the young boys that uh, they were playing. Holy shit, man. That is, we can't keep getting away with shit like that, though. Do you know what I mean? That's dodgy. But, I mean, every, I mean, I guess, as a range sport, sometimes you just have those days and you just hope that's just a one-off occasion where you've not had a great great game, especially right. considering the fixtures that you've got ahead of you. Right. Um, it's like everything. It's like, you look at you look at Selig, right? The last few weeks, they've not had Kyogo or Jota. They've huffed and puffed. They've only won by a one-goal deficit a couple of times. It's, it's natural and only human for a team to go, right, shit, our best player isn't playing today. Joe Aribo's been our best player. He's not there. He's out. It's only natural that players are going to look about and look for him and go, oh, no. Yeah. It's like Celtic without Kyogo and Jota. They don't look the same team. When he, when that we, when Kyogo's in, they look a different team and when Jota's there, they look a different team. So, like, the Rangers without Aribo, do you know what I mean? And even Borna has been very good. 
it's their big misses. Barisic and Ariba are very good players and very important to Rangers, you know what I mean? So, with them not being there, we're always going to be a bit struggle a wee bit more than what we would normally. I mean, as a neutral, I would love to see all these players fit for the old firm because it just it's really exciting, you know, when it's going to be really interesting those both of these. Now, I think. Celtic have kind of fallen in under uh, I'm, not, I'm not, I hate an ange ball or whatever and it's just really exciting from a neutral point of view and you just hope that all the best players are on the park obviously from a Rangers point of view you're hoping that Jota is not available it doesn't look like he is going to be right enough but I don't care you don't, bring them on bring them on <laughs> um, that, I mean when you look back at those Stephen I mean that is 17 games unbeaten Eight games on the uh, eight game league wins on the, on the spin. The last time you got beat was against Dundee United at Tannadice. Aye, Tannadice at the start of the season and all. I, I mean, for all the talk, right? Obviously, we were kind of looking very stale with Gerard, even though we were still picking up points. We we're looking stale, but for but for Van Bronckhorst to come in, it seems we've went back to that relentlessness we had last season where we're just getting the job done and we are just churning out three points after three points after three points and hopefully it can continue because we are hitting a very a very very tough period of fixtures now but like I said a few weeks back when Van Bronckhorst took over these have been tough fixtures we've had but maybe away hearts away maybe away hearts away hips away you're going this will show them this is what you maybe want from coming in from Bronckhorst and he's came in like I said and he's I didn't for the life of me think we'd get through every one of the games on the scale so far so I, I was I was going to say I mean I'm sure if I'd offered you I, you know say like, I'd have took a draw here and there but, somewhere along the line aye, but hopefully we put Audrey on the horizon then Celtic Park I don't think I'm not going to sit here and be patronising and arrogant and all that but what this squad's done here the past couple of years we really have got nothing to fear yeah, I, I did. I did hear. In fact, it was David Edgar from Heart and Hand saying, "If you get through, if you win the next three games, you win the league." Ah, if we go see if we go down, right? Say, right, we go down to Parkhead and we win. After if we beat Petor, if we win at Petorge as well, I think if we go down to Celtic Park, we win. It's yours. I definitely think so. Confident, but but if they beat us, then it's game on. Do you know what I mean? But like I say, I don't really we. We haven't. We shouldn't have any fear. Yeah, there isn't a fear. There isn't a fear. Um, the strangest decision of the game and seemed to be set Twitter right was the fact that Yanis Hadji got man of the match. Um, who didn't have a brilliant game. Came out, tried tried their boner. United almost scored from it. There's always there's one boy I play five aside footballs with Rabona's it, it fucking does my head in every oh. fucking game he tries a Rabona and like there's time and a place for a Rabona. Aye, aye. No wouldn't just one now up. There's two right, there's two sides to this, right? I play a little Hadji. I think he's the type of player that a manager says, look, don't don't be scared to try things. Go out and do it because he's got the ability, right? But the other side of it is Hadji, with the way he's been playing and his form in that situation at the weekend there, a bit of common sense going, just use your right fit, man, to pass that ball. You don't need to try a fucking Rabona, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, just calm down. But I don't know, but nothing seems to be going right for him. He works hard, 
Yeah. I don't I don't want Hadji. I mean, obviously I want him tracking back and stuff and doing his job and so would the manager, but you really don't want to see him doing Masty's work off the ball and tracking back. I want to see Hadji on the ball and unlocking a defence and like the last last season. He's fucking, he was the assist king. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, it's just no. Player, I mean, we talked about his numbers last season. Aye. He, was, he, he was a number uh, player. Um, aye, so we don't know who the spot, it was the sponsors man of the match, so they've obviously picked it, but. <laughs> I think they were all fucking in the hospitality pushed, man, on the bevy. Do you know what I mean? Picking Hadji as a fucking man of the match. I just like, aye, he'll do, he'll do. Aye, I'd have probably just gave it to Tav for scoring the penalty. Aye. I mean, after the game, Van Brockers came out and says, when the game is progressing, you get more space, especially when Scott came off the right. He gave us more depth and speed on the flanks. It's a vital three points. We had to dig in deep to get them. Yeah. Fair assessment. Fair assessment. Um, So, yeah, I guess if Hadji's not the Rangers daft rated of the week, who is uh, over the two games? Over the two games, I would maybe... Oh, it's a hard one, man. Obviously, because I've only seen highlights, and it's right. I will. I'll just. <sighs> Do you know what, man? I, I, the same as last week. Two games, no goals conceded. I gave it to Barca last week. I'm just going to get a Goldson. Yeah, we are. Bye, bye. Come back for him. Um, and what about the Rangers, Dafty? Hadji for that Rabona. Hadji <laughs> for the Rabona. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, maybe Lindstrom. Oh, oh, um, oh, Haji's Rabona versus Lundstrom getting hooked at half time. I'll oh, give it to Haji. Give it to Haji. Right. McCoy Scott through the middle. He's not going to need any of them. He's going to go all the way. A magnificent goal from Alberts. So, um, a couple of wee bits of news before we look ahead, Stephen. Um, talking about Haji, again, more it seems to be constantly around transfer one of those speculation. 12 million is getting talked about in January. Oh, Haji. Yeah, twelve. I would take it. I would take it. Take it. I would take it. I would take it. Aye. How much did we pay for him? Is it? Was it three million? I think it was three. Was it? Three or four? I think it was. Yeah. Uh, I would. I would take twelve million for Haji in a heartbeat. Yeah, I did. Uh, alternative as well. They're looking at a Galatasaray player as well, uh, mm. Olympio Moratan. What a player! What a player! What a Aye. player! So uh, they're looking at Moritan of Galatasaray as a potential player if Haji mm-hmm. was to go. Um, another player that the Rangers were looking at, Zavi Simmons um, from Paris. Man, uh, is the wonder kid? Yeah, they were trying to get Aye. him. Out. He's a uh, Dutch as well, and um, they were trying. To get, obviously, Van Bronckhorst knows that market really well, and they're trying to get him in. But he got his first game at the weekend there. Pochettino, I think, was quite impressed and talked him up there at the end. Um, Yeah, I I don't know if that's going to happen. I think that's kind of pie in the sky, man. If he's getting game time at PSG, a team like Rangers are never going to be able to fucking compete with that, are they? No, I don't think so. Uh, The other 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 thing is Josh McPake looks, uh, he could be on his way on loan. Aye. Which again, you want to see the young players go out. I mean, you know, you've got the B side there who are doing very well at the moment, but um, I guess you want them getting into a more competitive competitive football. What do you want Santa to bring you, though, Stephen? What would you like to see happen in January? Just to keep going the way we're going, man. I would love to just go into the winter break, 
with maximum points for our remaining games, man. That's it. That's do, you it. Want, do you want a centre half to come in? Is that what you want? Uh, I would like. Aye, I would like a centre half. Would you think, sir? I don't think Suter's going to be better than Bassey, even though the way, the way Bassey's playing, really? you know what I mean? I would take Suter, I would. I would take him, but is he going to fucking oust Bassey, the way Bassey's been playing? I don't know. I would like another winger. Right. I really think, like I was saying earlier on, the way they're trying to play Hadji there, it's not going to work. In Scott, the jury's still out for me with Scott Wright. As much the, jury, the jury's never been in. For, for you and Scott right? is a very... I know, I know, mate. I know. always question this guy. I just... Sometimes... Made a difference at the weekend. He did make a difference at the weekend, but against a very poor Dundee United team, he should be making a difference when he comes on. Aye. But... I don't know, man. There's times where I look up and go, that's what you get when you just buy a player for Aberdeen. <laughs> Do, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I just go, right, I look at Kent, and go, he's fucking electric, man. But sometimes I think the problem with Scott Wright is, I don't really question his ability, to be fair. That's a joke, what I said there about a player for Aberdeen, right? Oh, right. Ryan Jack's been a... a aye, technically, I think uh, Scott Wright technically looks very good. Do you know what I think he lacks? I think he just lacks that bit of belief. Right. Where I go, just, just believe in yourself a bit, mate. Just take that extra man on. Fucking be a bit greedy. Be a bit selfish. I think he just needs to be a bit more, I don't know, I don't know, it's just something doesn't sit right with me at times with Scott Wright. He needs a talking to from Leon Jackson, as we said in the main podcast. Aye, there can aye, be miracles when you aye, believe. Aye. There can be I think another winger, another winger, right. maybe another, maybe another centre-half, because Suter would be great to come in and go right, maybe play him against Dundee United, with Barisic being out there and you can play Barisic left-back, do you know what I mean? And yeah. then you keep that kind of same shape. Because obviously Barrigan, never done when he's back, as a No, and then the Africa, African Cup of Nations. Aye, he's away in Hollander as well. We don't know what he's going to be like when he comes back in. But obviously, like we said when Gio took care, Gio's going to have his own targets now. He's going to have players. He's got in mind. He's still going to put his own stamp on the team. They know he's putting his own stamp on the team technically, but he wants his own personnel there probably as well. Do you know what I mean? Actually, talking about the African Cup of Nations, Aribo is going to be... Aribo, baby, as well, eh? Heading over the arc. That's a month out the side, which is... I mean, can you... Don't, f- don't, don't talk about don't, it. Now, sorry, John. sorry, Steve. That's okay. in the future. That's way yeah. in the future. That's, that, that gives me the fear. That's <laughs> how we need to get these games won and get that lead fucking extended. Jury. Oh, Lardrop has sprung clear. Brian Lardrop past Marshall. Rangers fail, they've got one foot in the final. So, uh, talking about the lead, getting that lead extended, Simmering up next on Boxing Day, you're going to be able, uh, you'll be in panel, won't you? Panel, two shows, Boxing Day, mate. Ah, two well, shows. That was a nice. Who knows, will I? I don't know. We will wait and see. I mean, who knows oh. if football will be on? Jesus, who, oh. at the moment... They might be behind closed doors. At the moment, it's any... Who knows where we're going to be this time next week, um, but yeah, St Mirren. I mean, I mean, Rangers' record against St Mirren's pretty bloody good. In the last Aye. twenty, that's sixteen, um, sixteen wins for Rangers, two wins for St Mirren, four draws. So, I it's uh, very confident. Confident. You've got to be confident on that. For I mean, St Mirren. Uh, I, I, again, a, a team that could go down this season. Shown 
poor form, three draws and two two losses. So at least they've they're not. They're playing Celtic tomorrow night as well, aren't they? They're playing Celtic yeah. Wednesday night. Wednesday night, yeah. Oh. It's a bit, aye, it's a bit of a shit week for them. They've got Celtic and then they've got Rangers. I know, I know. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I really like Jim Goodwin as a manager, but they're, they're struggling a bit this aye. season. Um, so, aye, uh, quite confident about this one. Like I said a few week, last week, mate, these three home games, you need to take maximum points, and I think we would. So we've done St. Johnson, Dundee United, and I think I think the players might have had a wee bit up the arse after that Dundee United performance and have a wee point to prove. Right, so predictions on the score then? 3 0. 3 0. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't see St. Midden getting anything out of especially at Ibrox. Um, oh. so I, would, I would say probably 3 0 as well. Aye, so that is it for Rangers Daft this week. Um, I can get back and watch my Beatles documentary now. Stephen's watching the Beatles documentary, which I'll need to get on to myself. Um, well, listen, thank you very much. Have a, a very Merry Christmas from everyone. You too, John, and I hope... Well, I'll, see you on foo- I'll see you on football. I was talking to the listeners, Stephen. <laughs> like, there may be people listening to Rangers Daft that don't listen to football. Daft, so I'm saying... Have a very Merry Christmas. Have a have a blue Christmas as Elvis once yes, said. Yes, yes, have a blue Christmas. Is, are you wanting any you think you'll get any Rangers stuff for Santa son? Probably. probably. What do you think you'll get? What you want? What you want? Uh, I don't know actually. Maybe a wee bit of t- a wee training top or something. Well, that'd be well, please, uh, on the next for the next Rangers draft, uh, we, I don't think we'll be doing one next week, but we'll definitely do one after the old firm. Um, so let us know what Santa brings you on the Rangers perspective. We'd love to hear that. Love to hear. Nice. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for listening across the the first half of the season. We'll be back, however, on football draft this weekend. It is the last one before Christmas. We usually do a Christmas party, Stephen. Do you want to invite someone along this week? We usually do the the football draft Christmas party. I'll have a wee think about that. Yes. Uh, well, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll think I've got someone that I'm going to invite along as well. We'll have no the we'll have the football draft Christmas party on the main. Oh party. fuck! You know who Toll's going to invite, don't you? Kev the chef. that's got to happen got to happen Uh, vote our swanky moment which is up on the Twitter uh, right now Um, I can't even remember what the options were off the top of my head but um, you can check them out on Twitter right now so vote your swanky moment and we'll get that on the main podcast this week Uh, subscribe, rate and review all that stuff and until next time on Rangers staff have a Merry Christmas and we are the people Audio Frontier